Hi, this is Arik. And Aurelia. And we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Also, we think, but the end, it's for you to decide. Either way, what we have to talk about is... Ageless! Hi, Aurelia. Hi, Arik. <laughs> so, my first question is, why didn't you tell me that you're a program in the Matrix? <laughs> that is very very funny <laughs> well I have several answers to that mm-hmm. well because I mean you know like being the oracle and all 100% do you already know uh, if you're excited about the new Matrix movie that's coming out I'm 100% excited and that would have been one of my answers like I would have said to our listeners okay so I can see where this question is coming from because we have you know been catching up on Matrix 1, 2, 3 in preparation to the new one coming out next week. And by catch Yay! Yeah, and by catching up you mean like watching it for the tenth time. Yeah, or eleventh or twelfth. Mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> we have both watched it so many times. And always learn something. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. And um I mean this time we really watched it with the metaverse in mind and it's really like mind blowing mm-hmm. so back to your question why didn't I tell you because mm, you didn't want to hear it mm-hmm. you know why I told you many times mm-hmm. many many years ago no we are all like binaries we are just mm-hmm. electrical current yes no yes no mm-hmm. the age old question you know when do when does artificial intelligence become sentient? Right. So that that is a really interesting question. But before and if we get into that, let's just talk a little bit like why or how is the, the story of the Matrix, which I say is one of the greatest movies of our time, so relevant then, now and in the future? Why is it so important? Hmm. or interesting or I mean once again I can answer on many many levels like one level speculatory would be Mm -hmm, of course well we have no idea if what we see there is not what's really going on right but there is like no way because all we know is our mind trapped here in this illusionary world. Mm-hmm. Like no one in the Matrix, other than the ones that have their minds freed, you know, know that they are just there to produce energy. Right. And so for anyone who hasn't seen the Matrix without any spoilers, it's of course there's this quote unquote illusionary generated world, which is very akin to the metaverse or the internet like where you can live in and experience things Mm -hmm. and so we don't know if it like what we're experiencing now is a simulation which we know is a simulation of patterns i mean that we just know it's Mm -hmm. a simulation of archetypes and 
you know, mm. our perceptions and our projections, like if we just tie it in with the Cylons from Battlestar Galactica, we know that this is an illusionary world, but it still has so much power over the minds, like you said, that are like locked into it. Mm. I mean, of course, you know, movie buffs as we are, we talk about the Matrix and about Battlestar Galactica, but... You know, if we bring it down a little bit more to earth, ha ha ha, you know, we mm -hmm. can say that, you know, all great religions say the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are like a Hindu, you talk about Maya, I guess, mm -hmm. or Buddhist, Samsara, mm -hmm. or, you know, Jewish, the 99% Mahut. and Mahout and like mm -hmm. all of these things, you know, I'm sure the Catholics are there somewhere and um, like purgatory more or less or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like everybody tries to tell us that this is just an illusion without anybody really showing us what the non-illusionary <laughs> world looks like and um you know, it's like, once again, without any spoilers, what the Matrix tells us, it's a world of light. But yeah, to get there, nice. you have to mm. really go through many, 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 many stages in mm. order to be able to see that. Mm. And you have to give up many things. And mm. I mean, just basically what we always say. Yeah. But And if I'm wrong, then I made a mistake. You can, you can do what you want with me. <laughs> yeah. It was just a quote, but uh -huh. it's interesting because the you know, I I actually I I reference the matrix a lot obviously with zodiac hacks and and a lot of the things that I write and then the the 2021 forecast I referenced the matrix and I didn't even know a new one was coming out. Mm. So when I saw that, I got really excited and then I saw that it was coming out on the winter solstice which is, mm -hmm. you know, 12, 2021. Mm -hmm. So, like, the numbers mirror each other. Yeah. And it's really intense because the summer solstice is when we start the... the I'm sorry, the winter solstice is when we begin Capricorn season. Mm -hmm. And Capricorn is the zodiac sign of illusion. Wow, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Mm -hmm. That's, of course, true. So it's kind of like showing the illusions. Yeah, because it's also the sign of, you know, the world yes. that we live in. The archetype yeah. that rules over Capricorn is Saturn, which yeah. is the world. Uh -huh. But the cool thing is, is that, I mean, ideally you can create your world or it will be created for you, right? 100% and so yeah there you could say you know you always create your world even if it's being created for you because you create it by um, hanging on to your patterns or allowing your parents to run wild and that's also something that we always truly enjoy in watching the matrix like the old programs that are really no longer needed that should be deleted but prefer to live in exile and from there they may or may not create havoc on so what's this going this on. took me many times to watch you know before i could really understand it because the first time i encountered the matrix just some friends dragged me in to the movies and 
I had no idea what I was getting into. I just thought, okay, yeah, going to the movies is fun, you know? And my mouth, as soon as I saw the code falling down on the screen, my mouth opened, and I don't think it shut until, <laughs> like, I can't even remember. I think it's still just open, you know, like, watching this, and then I watched the first one, so then it gave me context for the second one. Uh, oh, you watched the second one I watched one the first? second one first because I didn't know it was, uh, you know, uh-huh. I, I didn't know it was a thing. And... Um, so then I watched the first one, then the second one, then I was so excited when the third one came out, and I just watched them over and over and over again until I understood more, and it took me a while to understand this whole bit about the the programs mm-hmm. like you're, that you're talking about, and even now talking about it, I realized that these programs... This is our program that we call Seiya, yes, the Shiba Inu. That's right. She's totally our little program dog here, <laughs> and she's you know on the outside looking in. You know, I don't know why, but anyhow, it's these, the, the programs, I think she wants her little pineapple, but, uh, I have to open her door because otherwise she won't stop. But the thing is the door is open, but not enough for her because this program is a big manipulator. You think so? Mm -hmm. Well, then it must be working because I'm not even aware of that. Funny. Yeah, go ahead, open the door. But I, it's interesting because uh, I realized that these programs, yes, of course, they can be externalized, like these programs that go out of date or that they lose their purpose, that then they have to be deleted, right? And if they don't, if they're not successfully deleted, then they try to ensure their survival mm-hmm. and they become like, you know, the oracle says werewolves or ghosts or... Or, or, you know, or anything that are zombies or... Or what, patterns. Or patterns yeah. that then try to assimilate into the the matrix or like mm-hmm. the metaverse so that they can still live without being deleted. But I can also see that as a metaphor that these can be like programs or patterns within us. Yes. That then we don't dump them out. Like, for example, on the full moon is a good time to dump out these patterns but if we don't do them then they become like these weird quirks you know like weird quirks that that we have mm-hmm. like ticks and obsessive compulsive kind of things like just weird things that people do mm-hmm. these are like patterns that have not been deleted or yeah these are programs running us Mm-hmm. Like we're acting out that should have been deleted a long time ago, but that are still there that we allow to for them to live in exile. Like, for example, you know, you have gone to therapy like 20 years of your life and, mm-hmm. you know, you know all the parents. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know them so well. Yeah. It's almost, you know, like they've become your best friends, but you do not delete them. Right. You allow them to live right. there yeah. in a shadow world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, this... they come up whenever mm-hmm. something is there to threaten them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it becomes part of the the mosaic of our identity yes it's i i know that sometimes when uh we're getting close to kind of dismantling this mosaic it's like well don't mess with this pattern within me because it identifies you know i identify with it and if you take this issue that i have away from me then who am i that's right you know asks Mm -hmm. mr smith Mm -hmm. yeah 
you know, has to be, I have to assimilate into everything, mm -hmm. you know, injecting myself into everything rather than deleting the parts that are not me. Yes. That means that then I contaminate other things with patterns that I have not resolved. Yeah. Cause could you then say that technically? Like if you're not, I mean, this is kind of intense here, but like, if, yeah. you're, not, <laughs> if you're not, if you're not resolving a pattern within you, then in a way, like you're kind of spreading that pattern to other people. 100% because, that's horrible because you know you also you're projecting that everywhere and I mean we know that we say the world is a reflection of ourselves and so of course what we see like is what we project and what we project are all the parts of us that are unresolved and so that's all we see mm -hmm. right so then we're projecting our patterns onto others. Yeah, and then this is the world we experience it. And this is why, you know, another one of those things that have been driving me, actually, since I can remember, um, the idea that now we both look at this cup, because I'm drinking a cup of coffee, and this is, for me, a white porcelain cup mm -hmm. I will never know what Oryx is never mm -hmm. there's just no way if what I see when I look at that thing that we both define as a cup is even similar to what it is that he sees mm -hmm. and there is like this amazing show that we have I started to watch like years ago brain games where it shows, you know, that every brain has its auto-completion. And that's the projection of the things we know. And these are the patterns acting out. Right. Completely changing the perception of this and that. However, then, would you say then, is the consensus reality the programmed matrix? Yes. This is like the consensus like reality. Like that is a porcelain cup, whether exactly. I perceive it or not. Yes, that's right. One hundred percent. That's exactly. So what my it filters is. and my projections and my perceptions, they can completely, you know, keep lock me into this, you know, matrix, Malhut, Samsara, uh, Maya, mm -hmm. you know, purgatory, whatever it is, hell. Yes. Or yeah. I'm not attached to them. And it's like, I see, I know that this is what the code says mm -hmm. or what the consensus reality says. Mm -hmm. But I also know that it's not solid. It's not everything. Yeah, and it's not solid. Mostly. It's just light. Because we said it's light. It's like these electrical currents that flow and do not flow. Like that's mm -hmm. what it is. And... Uh, the rest is what our patterns, conscious or unconscious, make of it. And I do not know whether, you know, you remember like one of my, you know, workshops or classes that I taught was when we were uh, disappearing the chair. Mm -hmm. Right. To kind of just sh show how things are also what you call transitory yes that's right and that things do 
exist through our projection. Mm-hmm. And this is then what we call the consensus reality. I mean, in that workshop, we said, okay, like this shape, this form that I see, we call this a chair. Now, once again, like we call this a cup. Mm-hmm. Now, what you see and what I see, we do not know. But the consensus is it's a cup. It's white. We both like it. We think it is very classy. And, you know, we enjoy drinking out of this cup. Yeah. That's what our consent is. Like we said we can agree upon that. Mm-hmm. And so the whole matrix reality that we live in is technically this consensus reality we all just agree that this illusionary thing you know this program that's running that um we make it real right and whether we perceive it accurately or not is depending on our level of consciousness and refinement yes Mm mm-hmm that's right, because like for Saya, for example, I mean, as much as we love her, she's still a dog and therefore her refinement of fine porcelain cups is really not there. For her, it's not about the cup. For her, it's about, you know, what's in the cup. Like, is it edible? Is it drinkable? Is it yummy for me? Or something like that. So she will not perceive the cup. Mm-hmm. Saya and the likes. Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like in terms of what you said, like refinement. It's very interesting. Another kind of big topic that's uh, presented in the Matrix stories is the symbiotic relationship between uh, man and machine. Yes. One of my favorite topics. We could probably do a whole season on that. We probably should. But we should get it, back to but that. in a in a in a shell nut or in a nutshell, <laughs> it's like if we didn't have the machine, we wouldn't be able to do the podcast right now. That's right. So technically, we could unplug ourselves, but then, like the one scene with the senator, he says, "Well, if we unplug everything, then we have to think about our heat and our water supply and our electricity." I mean, yeah, you can survive like that, but what kind of life is that? In Stone so Age. It's like we are dependent on machines, and machines are also dependent mm-hmm. on us, or no? Or not yet? Or shouldn't ask that question. Well, you can ask the question, and it depends on <clears throat> what you call um, machine dependency. I mean, if we... What do you like, call machine? All, exactly. If we go like all the way to say everything that is plus, and minus, like Binaries, electricity flows, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. it doesn't flow, you know, is um, has some sort of life, whether it's self-aware or not. And this is what we said, you know, when does a machine become sentient, which just means, you know, some form of self-awareness. But if, let's say, we are here and artificial intelligence is really a good example for it, like if we um, shut the machine off, then that process is done. And so in that sense, the machine is dependent on us to 
let it run. Yeah, but how, why would it be dependent on us? I guess for its purpose. Yeah. Like it needs to have its purpose. Well, here's a real here's a real interesting question that just came up because I I was preparing the the horoscope for the final full moon of 2021, and and the like on the surface the the article is really about this exactly kind of like what you just said is the flow of life mm -hmm. like this electricity wow. yeah. you know that. If it can't flow through you, it will remove the blockages that are blocking that flow. I can see that. So the flow of life, it will, if it can't, like, so if it can't flow through you, then it's going to flow to those points, those blockages, and eventually dissolve them. Yeah. And within a, within a machine, like if, you know, let's just use the famous issue with the printer. I'm sure everyone has had issues mm. with printers before, no matter whether it's uploading, printing, scanning, work mm. it, turk it, you know, whatever, <laughs> fix it, scan it, you know, it's like there's a glitch. So the flow of electricity will keep going. But the, the, the machine will not be able to perform or the person mm -hmm. will not be able to perform until that glitch is gone. Yeah. Or the performance will be inadequate. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like what we're doing like with this last full moon of the year. It's kind of like blowing out these last glitches within us mm. so that we can perform better especially going into the new year mm. so i think it's really interesting what you said about like the flow of electricity mm. and i have to tell everybody who you know does not know Arik in person which you know probably most of us uh, or most of you <laughs> he has this gift Like he mm. kind of is, a, you know, if there's a horse whisperer, you probably know what that is, or a dog whisperer. He is a machine whisperer. You have no idea how often, like, some device is not working. And I say, can you please come and put your hand on it? And he does, and then it works. It's unbelievable, uncanny, you would say. Mm -hmm. It is, and to me, it has become second nature. It's like he has this gift. It's a Uranian quality. Mm -hmm. We call it like a Uranus quality. Mm -hmm. And he just knows how to do that, which means like somehow he can, his binary programming or his code can get in touch with this machine code getting back to the matrix, like what Neo is doing, you mm. know, and to like transfer something that makes the machine go work better. I know it's so far out what we're talking today, but I, mean, I can't help it. Yeah, I'm, I'm speechless. I mean, I only know that just on everyone's reaction. So I used to, I mean, since I was, uh, Little, I mean, because my I was really blessed with being surrounded by a lot of technology, like with my grandpa and everything, and uh, everyone in my family always had like the latest technology, and and I don't know, I would just always play with it, and you know, things from Japan or whatever at mm -hmm. that time, mm -hmm. and 
And then when I used to, when I was working at Apple and this is really, I don't, I've never said, I don't know I said this ever publicly, but when um, people would come in with certain issues with their computer, I would, you know, people just start talking to you when you're working on, I don't know, like mm. with hairstylists even, or just <laughs> bartenders, or you're working on people's, this is like these people's personal intimate devices yes and then they start just opening up Mm -hmm. and you can see at least my experience was like that that the issues that were with the phone or the computer or whatever was really reflecting the issues that they were having hence vis-a-vis again the matrix Mm -hmm. yeah right the pattern is rendering within the peripherals which is third house Mm -hmm. you know technology communication yeah. And communication is through the chakras. Yes. So it's the energy flowing through. Where's the blockage? Mm-hmm. So you can always know what's wrong with you <laughs> by what's wrong with your phone. <laughs> Which is a scary thought. Yeah. But it's it also true. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's how you use the information. And it was oftentimes, and I'm sure so many people have experienced that too, that where then people would bring it to me and then instantly the 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 issue, the problem would just vanish. Mm-hmm. And and they'd be like, oh my God, you know, like I've taken this to so many other people. And then all of a sudden, and I, I mean, I really mm-hmm. wasn't like a conscious, a conscious thing mm-hmm. other than the intention to fix it. Yes. You know, like I wanted to yes. fix it. I wanted to help fix it. Mm-hmm. And then I would get right into it. And as soon as I would touch it, I mean, I would see the, the issue would resolve itself. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when I'd, when I'd come across... Um, issues that were not easily uh, fixable. I have worked with senior level engineers in Apple mm-hmm. who who have actually just sent me stuff mm-hmm. because the the errors that I would uh, reveal. I'm witness to that. You know, and and this was intense. Mm-hmm. So and anyhow, I guess I'm just really being open here about this. Last night I had this dream. Mm. I had this dream, and that I was like, uh, I was like in this chamber, and the person said, or whatever it was, the angel said, um, "What's your superpower? We're gonna give you a superpower, but you have to know what it is." And I was like, "Man, <laughs> it's like I'm like I have so many ideas of what my superpower should be and what I want it to be and all these things." And there were a few, but one that I want to share is it said, okay, you're a healer. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but this is so passive. You know, like how, like how can I use this to, and then it's like, oh, you can heal others. Mm. Oh, and that of course includes the, the technology. Yeah. Any code there mm-hmm. is getting back to, you know, our original thing, are we all programs? Or why did I never tell you that I'm a program? Why didn't you ever tell me you're a program? <laughs> so, of course, you know, healing is to make something whole. Like going back to what you said, like the light will always flow, flow, flow until an issue is resolved. Like the energy will always flow, flow, flow. Until an issue is resolved and um, now with our combined programs that make up our personality and who we are and everything, 
then sadly often it is like this if there was a blockage for a long long time or many blockages that and all of a sudden you know it flows through our physical vessel cannot take it it's like uh, short circuit if you yeah you short circuit you like fuse. with any device and then phew, if all of a sudden like you have a 110 volt american device and then you plug it into a 220 volt here in europe then the device will just burn out yeah and so you need like transformers and you need this and you need that like little by little or you need to change the device until it's uh, able to take more currency and this is the same with our physical body mm. going back to the idea that we are no different mm -hmm. we are also just like this hardware like you say in your book like yeah. this is like exactly the first two chapters what you said are, are just mm -hmm. about you know our hardware and firmware and and software yeah and um so we have to keep continuously working on that yeah if we want to make sure you know that we don't burn out yeah the short circuit yes which can happen in many ways which we mm -hmm. talk and write about all the time yes and I know you guys, I can just see some of you here sitting there listening to us and say, oh gosh, you know, I used to like Ageless, but you know, today that's really too far out for me. That's sad. If you have that feeling that this is far out, then I don't know, then you should start over with listening because it's really not far out. Or you can study philosophies or religions. Like I said in the beginning, it's all there. Yeah, because I mean, this is also with the, the metaverse and everything that's being slowly but surely onboarded. So it's 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 definitely relevant and some a necessary step. Yes. You know, of what's coming. So anyhow, talking more about this later. Mm -hmm. Hope you enjoyed it. Please let us know how you enjoyed it if you want. <laughs> if you dare even if you didn't enjoy it we would mm -hmm. like to know and as always if you have questions please post them we really do our best mm -hmm. to answer them in in mm -hmm. future podcasts. we will answer when you're ready to hear the answer <laughs> thank you so much you guys this has been Arik and Aurelia and you've just listened to an episode of Ageless say saying goodbye, goodbye. like subscribe send it to someone in your reality who you think needs it bye <laughs>